I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried to. I tried to. Welcome back to the all new The Giant Contraband Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desi. Desi is dead, Robinson, with Christian the Dama Lama Rider Ventura. Um, what it do, everybody? <laughs> I tried I tried to go Nathan Explosion for Death Clock. It didn't work. <laughs> I can't do it's it. It's like you're like you gotta you gotta use the the like as weird as as it sounds like the base of yeah your diaphragm like the base of your spine. I know I was like I was legit looking at like vocal coaches and I was I think the only reason I can't do it today because I did it all day yesterday. Ah uh, okay. I was yeah legit, I was legit, yeah you was, were doing it all day yesterday. I so. was legit fucking around listening to uh, Death Clock, and I'm like, and then after that listening to Kill Switch Engage and I'm like yeah, mm-hmm. I can't be a I can't be a metal singer. Background singer, yes. It takes a lot. It takes a lot, and if you don't do it right, you fucking hurt your throat like crazy, right? Yep. Like right now, it's scratchy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like there's ways to do that without hurting yourself. Yep. I take that. I didn't hurt myself. It just all scratchy. Right. Well, yep. I mean, it can eventually become damaged. And then on top of that, I just had some chicken strips with some tangy honey mustard. Oh yeah! Oh, you and that that recipe, man. Here's a good. All right, this is what you do. All right, recipe time, round two. Because last time we talked about cooking, we're gonna do it again now. What what did I call it? Down home cooking with Des. Actually, we're gonna call this one. We're gonna call this segment "Lazy Man's Cooking." There you go. So you get some. You can get Miracle Whip. You can get some regular um, mayo. Your preference. Get honey. You want to get brown, um, the grainy brown mustard, or just um, um, and some yellow mustard. Mm-hmm. Honey, mayo, mix that right up. Booyah! You got some tangy honey mustard. Nice. Oh, because the yellow mustard you can even do. You still you can just even just use spicy brown mustard. It's still you got the graininess and you get the little bit of the kick from the brown mustard, the, um, the spiciness. But then also okay. um, you can do mustard powder because normally people just buy like mustard powder, mix it up with a little bit of water, and you got mustard right there. But mm-hmm. um, you can use yellow, simple yellow mustard, then the brown mustard, then the honey, and then your choice of mayo. Boom. The reason I like using Miracle Whip there's a lot of seasoning in the Miracle Whip. So you get a little bit more of a like I think it's I think the one of the ingredients is like the key ingredients is like um vinegar and something else, but it gives you that. That's why may, um may, uh, Miracle Whip is always like kind of sweet and tangy a little bit. Oh, okay. So you get an extra added factor of tanginess if you use Miracle Whip. Got you. Ooh. So yeah, Tang- that's why it's a miracle. Yeah, and so why <laughs> it's called Lazy Man's Cooking. Like recipe for poutine, your your main your main majority of cooking would be the gravy. Ooh, the easy part would be the fries. Some good poutine sounds so. <laughs> Dude, my recommendation: mm-hmm. get Rally's fries from the freezer section if it's available in your local grocery. If not, get some good already seasoned fries. Cook, okay, cook them how they're supposed to be cooked. I suggest because you because you bake them, when you as soon as you put the gravy and the um, the cheese curds on top, it's gonna totally dissolve the fries. You want to fry the French fries. Okay. Then you put the cheese curds. Then you put the gravy on. That way you have that structure. 
that's oh my god good poutine is is when you're in california it's 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 hard but if you're in ontario manitoba toronto montreal you already got that shit near you it's on every fucking street corner like mcdonald's is oh my god the last time I had poutine, I think I went to Anaheim Packing House, and there was a place there that did it. I always wanted to go to Anaheim Anaheim Packing House because there's this chicken, there's um, this chicken sandwich joint they got up there. Oh yeah, I think I saw that. And then, um, like down the street, I think it's, if I remember correctly, is down the street from Anaheim Packing House, but it's like right across the street from the convention center. The um, that churro truck, I think it's Don Don, I think Don Don Juan's or Juan. I th- I know it's hmm. Don something. Okay. But, oh my God. They're Good ass churros? The best fucking churros ever. That's a, that's, that's a bold statement considering that there's a place that I like to think honestly has like some of the best churros outside of Mexico very near me over here. I'm going to have to challenge you and take you to a churro. You don't have to challenge me. Look, I, you know me. I love churros. That is next to brownies. Next to brownies and German chocolate cake, churros is always number one in my favorite desserts. Oh my god, churros are, dude. What is, what is there not to like about a churro? I, I know, right? Before we get we deep dive into the churro talk, welcome back once again. Welcome back to the Giant Contraband Robot, where you can catch <laughs> us on SoundCloud and Spotify. Slippy at the Giant Contraband Robot. Every Monday you get this um, the main show episode. Every Wednesday you get artist talk. But we just had the season finale of artist talk with Kaylee Victoria. Um, we had a great conversation in terms of sex, her art, learning about um, her family, and it just um, and how she's creating art in the midst of this pandemic and going to school and actually work um, applying for grad school at the same time while she's still in school as an emerging artist. Um, wow! Yeah, we are. That's very impressive. I know, very impressive. She is. We are currently working on season. Well, technically, I'm working. Currently working on season four of Artist Talk. And we're gonna throw a wrench into season four. We're gonna get an actress, um, an upcoming actress, on an episode of season for season four. Nurses Against the World is returning. We're gonna use the same formula of Artist Talk, except for it's not gonna be one on one. It's gonna be a panel of guests. Krishna may do a couple of episodes. He may only do one episode. I may do one, but I won't be on every single episode. Same goes for Christian. And yeah, it's going to be a very uh, as weird to say as weird as it is to say on GCR a very free form kind of uh, like topic based discussion. And if you want an example, think Bill Maher, except for everyone in each episode, it'll be a different panel, but. It won't be like Bill Maher talking down to people. This is just people working together to talk about different topics. So it will that that the Nerds Against the World will be more political, more talking about consumerism, art, um, like we said, politics, video games, comic book movies, everything. I will come. I'm, I'm currently writing and guest wrangling. I hope Krishna has been guest wrangling also. <laughs> Um, I've uh, started the process. Okay. I trust you. We are shooting for a 2021 release because we're too late in the year to try to like put the shit together and put it out. Everybody has schedules, so um, I'm already, I already got one solid yes. 
and I got an I got another. I texted my friend very wrong because it sounded so jaded and shady, like they would never mm-hmm. do it, and I didn't realize it until after the fact. I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, okay. Because that text was meant for someone else, which I'll get to in a minute. <laughs> and <laughs> I had to like I I and I'm my own I own up to it. I was like, "I apologize. I'm sorry for writing it. It was for someone else." Was it for you? I just co- uh, normally I just because I know I'm going to be asking a lot of people. I would copy my text and then make sure I edit it to fit to the person I'm talking to. But since I was like in the midst of a conversation with one, and then the conversation with another, I did not edit that one. So I apologize. I broke everything down like we just did now, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's 100 percent down for it." Oh, nice. So we're gonna talk on Monday, and well, when this episode drops, me and. The individual is going to talk about maybe him hosting Nerds Against the World, but there's going to be a, pa- a panel of guests around him. Okay. Um, but I told him, but he knows already it's going to be fair and objective. Um, and I will sit on, I'll, since I'm going to be the directing the producer and the recorder. <laughs> yeah. I will be the moderator to keep the peace. So I will do what that ass, that dude didn't do during the presidential debate if I feel it's going too far off course like we're getting steered into a cliff I will right. either pull the plug early or I'll tell people to shut the fuck up stay the course Yeah. so no tangents on this whatsoever yeah. if I feel it's a tangent I will interject and be like stay on stay on target I will, I will pull a Star Wars on you stay on target <laughs> stay on target stay, stay on, on target, target. Stay on target. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from the tangents. Yeah. Like, Unlike this this show. Um, this show, we, we finally made, it took us a while, but we finally yeah. made, it became a freeform pod, a main show a podcast. Right. Because we can we can talk about whatever the fuck we want on here. And yeah, and I feel very unlimited on this one. Like that is what we're going to stick with. So it's three different shows. Um, coming in 2021, artist talk was we're still was still technically mainstay show because that would kicked off the giant Contra the robot show. Well, technically the art show kicked off the artist talk kicked off the art show that I had, which would the anniversary of the art show be next week. Right. Then that kicked off <laughs> the this show that is bringing back Nerds Against the World. Yeah. Oh, talk about you want to talk about convoluted storylines? This is a convoluted talk. I tell you that, but <laughs> Nerds Against the World be coming back. Um, but in art, but jumping on back on the other point, artist, we already said artist talk had a season finale. I'm currently going to be start recording season four soon. Um, and TMNT in review will be coming. Teenage Mutant Turtles the review. Yes, I'm excited for this. <laughs> I stopped myself before you come in like this. Which TMNT? Which oh oh which TMNT the first TMNT the nineties one? Are we gonna do the Mikey Bay ones? No, <laughs> thank you. No. no, like there's just flat out no. Michael Bay will not be included on this one. No. Yeah, you got that right. No, 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 no. Nothing against Megan we, Fox. We, yeah. Nothing against all the actors who play the turtles. They got shit. We will be bitching more on that than we did through the DC animated movie uh, movies. I'll be bitching more on those two movies than I would be Star Wars. I, I'm not surprised though. 
The only reason why. Star Wars you don't care about. <laughs> the only reason why. They disrespected the actors who's playing the Turtles. It's Very the, much. So. It literally was them. They're the TMNT. Megan Fox is April O'Neil. All right, that's fine. If she gets top billing, that's fine because she's April O'Neil. Yeah. It's not about Will Arnett. It's not anybody anybody else. It's about the fucking turtles and the way how they got treated behind the scenes. That is just that is disrespectful. Yeah. And I do. There's a lot of there's a a lot of mistreatment that was going on in the background of that. Same goes for Megan Fox. She was also being mistreated um, as a as just a woman in general. Yeah. So you need to put some respect on her fucking name. So, yep, I, yep. so we're not reviewing those two. We're just going to review the three um, live action films, and we're going to review the animated film that came out in 2007. Well, no, not 2007. Yes. Uh, was it 2000? No, I think it might have been 2008. It's either 8 or 6. I want to say 2000. I, I remember my mom seeing this movie. It, had, it either had to be. She passed away in 07. So it has to be around 05, 06. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. But yes, we're including that because it's the spiritual successor to the uh, live action three. Yeah, because it, it does feel like it's a fourth movie. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, and all your favorite voice actors is in this movie. James Arnold Taylor, who's the voice of, hell, Obi-Wan in Clone Wars is Leonardo. Um, Nolan North was Raphael. Yep. Um, oh, I forgot the actor who voiced Donatello, but I do know that, um, hell, I forgot the fucking, Greg Sipes voiced Michelangelo. Didn't he voice Greg? Yeah, I think Greg Sipes, who voiced Michelangelo in the 2012 revival, who played Beast Boy, did, oh yeah! Did um uh, uh, Mikey with Nolan North as Raphael? Yeah, so you you hear a lot of great voice acting work in the in the animated one. Yep, and Sir. Patrick I was gonna say in the fourth one. <laughs> and Sir Motherfucking Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, it's good. It's good. I think the team and team ones, the in reviews. I think that's gonna be our best ones though. I'm excited for it, and I hope you guys are too. So follow us for that. Spoiler alert: We're not gonna bitch a lot about this. We, well, actually, no. Number there two, there will be things to bitch about, just not like crazy. One and three, one and three, one. I won't bitch about a lot. Spoiler alert: Two and three. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It oh, will. You, there will definitely be way more to complain about as the movies go on. And it's not about the production. It's gonna be more about the people. That fucking what they did to why the movies are what the oh there's gonna be some tasty morsels behind the scenes stuff that y'all will know if y'all didn't know you will know <laughs> now back to churro talk churro talk yes um horchateria um in bellflower is good they got they got some got some here's the thing right at the bat if you don't eat the churro right there and then when it's nice and warm it's trash you need to hurry up and get home and reheat it. Yep. Not in the microwave, in the oven. You're not heathens, goddammit. <laughs> you put the fucking churro in the oven, let it soften back up, let it crisp back up, so you get that crunch. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. 
Now, like I said, Ochateria has a service, has a nice, has a good one. Now, I haven't been to, um, there's a couple of, like, other ones, but Ochateria is like, like, I mean, come on. You know I'm going to either get a chai tea, horchata, um, latte. Okay. And if anyone asks, chai tea is not coffee. It's strong black coffee. Yep. But instead of milk, you get horchata in it. Ooh. What's not to love? I don't hear anything in that not to love. Mm. You pair that with some churros. Oh, my God. You, you had yourself a very good and very uh, sugar-filled morning. Or night. Or, or night. Man, I, I don't want to eat my ch- chicken strips no more after the show. I want some sweets now. God damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully planning on getting like some chocolate ice cream like, by the time we're done with this. Oh, motherfucker. Um, oh, green tea matcha. Oh. oh, God, yes. Praise be Satan. Green tea matcha. <laughs> uh, but the, um, the reason why I like that churro spot in Anaheim, yes, it's right across from the convention center. Is it always a hot spot? It's always a hot spot. Because, I mean, come on. You don't want the convention center churros. It's always expensive. You want to oh, yeah. go to the churro guy outside who's been there for plus 25 plus years. Right. So there's a longevity. Two, you don't get no small ass little churro. You get this big ass nice tray full of churros, and you can put whatever you want on top. You want horchata ice cream on top? You put they can put it on top. You want some vanilla ice cream with some whipped cream and some strawberries? They put it on top for you. You want some chocolate drizzle on top? They do it. You want Nutella? If you were down for Nutella, they put it on there. Dude, that almost that almost like makes me think of funnel cake. <laughs> oh, they do funnel cake too. Oh God, yes! Oh, they fucking love funnel cake. They do love. They do funnel cake, and they do um, churro ice cream. I'm I'm legitimately getting sad at the realization that I have not had a funnel cake in over a year now, at least. You could just drive up to the um, on the weekend. Just drive up to the Long Beach Pier, go to the funnel cake place, and just, you got your funnel cake. Yeah, quarantine's got me like liking home a lot more now. Just take it <laughs> and go home. You don't. You get. You, if you get all you do, this is my suggestion. Just buy get it without food. ice cream. Get it without ice cream. Get it with. Um. Get it without the powdered sugar. Buy your own powdered sugar, and put and get your get your own ice cream and do it yourself at home. Just buy the funnel cake itself. Yep. That's. You know that might be a miss mission. I have to bust tomorrow. There you go. Just buy like, where are you going? It's 105 degrees. I'm going to go get funnel cake and shit to cool myself down at home. Yeah, get the accoutrements first. Make sure yes. they're at home first. Then go and get yourself a funnel cake and some churros for the ride home. So you have your funnel mm. cake there. You got the churros tiny you over until said touchdown of the funnel cake. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Well, basically, you just helped me plan what I'm doing tomorrow. See, I am a planner. I am like the boss in A team. I love it when a good plan comes together. Damn. So tell me, which part of your plan involves running recklessly across a field? Fuck running. Get me the A team <laughs> van. We're, we're mowing shit down, motherfucker. I <laughs> uh, no, that was supposed to be a D and D reference. <laughs> I know it's a D and D reference. We don't need to tell them about my D and D adventures right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't. I caught that. Why do you think I said I'm bringing the 18 van? We mowing, we mowing down motherfuckers. Like I'm being. No, I, 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 I know, I know. That's why I brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a bitch. I mean, um, and also, if you hear my fan in the back, or you hear cars running in Christian's background, it is or le- my fan in the back. It is legit. Not, still 90 degrees at night. Yup. So I apologize for my background noise, but for the love of God, it's too hot to have anything closed right now. So, and it won't get down to a nice 70, 60 degrees for another three weeks. Like I'm, I'm legitimately waiting just to like. And, you know, I should have actually closed everything and turned on the AC. Thoughts for next time. Yeah. Well, at least you I'm just trying AC. really hard not to use that AC because it costs so much. Uh, at least you got AC. I, I got this damn fan, box fan behind me. <laughs> I did at least get that window unit. That window unit has been a fucking savior. But <laughs> at what cost, literally? Uh, I say the cost of comfortability. Yeah, yeah. It's a cost of comfort, honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was Churro Talk. Thank you for listening. Um, this That is a podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Um, Stay tuned for the next tangent within a podcast, Churro Talk, season I one, episode two. <laughs> I, would, I would say Churro Talk was a tangent. Because we was already on the road. The tangent was breaking down what's happening with GCR coming going into 2021 true true because true. like we said this is a, this is like we'll get to the the actual juicy bits like jamie fox coming back and right people bitching by this point you're bitching all right it's been as we're going on the solid now never like what about trump no this is where you should have voted correctly and you didn't vote correctly and we being anally fucked with no no, no, no oil, no KY jelly. Just continue for the last four years. Fuck! By your, your, your stupid voting decisions and your indecisiveness. Assholes. I thought we talked about this before the podcast. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm hot. I'm just hot. Yeah, I know. It's saying, fucking ridiculous, though. People, it is ridiculous. People bitching over... We get to Spider-Man. I just, I'm going to get this out of my system before yeah. we, we, we talk about Spider-Man. It's, they re, everybody recasts everyone. Yeah. For a video game to hear you got recast, that is a new one to me. Because normally you don't recast people in video games. Like maybe We're they, now at the point where that's possible. Think about that. Yeah, like normally it's in the middle of production. Which makes sense. But when it's the game is already done for like for the last four years. That is a new one. Yeah. So like that doesn't happen often. It it has happened, but normally in extreme circumstances. Yeah. So I don't have a problem. Is yes, we get a five minute clip that that kills your very your very similitude. Your, ah, very very Ah, fucking hell! I can I was I was saying it properly. I was saying it properly. Now I can't. Huh. It was the tanginess of the uh, of the honey mustard. I'm, I'm, it I'm, was I'm, distracting in such the best way. Yeah, but like yes, it, you your sense your suspension of disbelief has like it's not working because it to you it naturally looks weird. Mm-hmm. I get that, but here's the thing: I never liked the Peter Parker in the PS4 version. He looked oh. ugly. 
Right. Like you just you're like, oh, it's so much better when he has the mask on. Oh yeah. I was like, it was like, what about when he was crying? Everybody ugly cries, right? Yeah, Everybody. I don't care who you are. Everybody ugly cries. Everybody. Nobody looks the way they want to when they cry. Yeah, no, you don't look ugly when you cry. All right, take it for someone who hasn't cried since the age of eighteen. You're going to ugly cry. All right. <laughs> Unless you're um, your butt ugly, you don't want to see nobody cry. You didn't just like it's a horror show, just like, <laughs> like motherfucker, fix your face. When I'm crying, fix your face. <laughs> fix your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for the dead air, but that shit. I'm keeping. Yeah, you know, fuck it. That part is saying it. That part is saying it. <laughs> 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 we had appearance of Harley. Uh, her her freaking episodic appearance. Yep. What do you want? What do you, what do you I get want? she she is the she is the third host, is she not? She's basically the third host. Yep. She won something, but um, I wish I wish I had telekinesis, like a mind read. For those of you that don't know yet, we are talking about uh, Desi's cat, Harley. Yep. And I'm keeping my hands away from the mic because during the night owl show, I knocked it over. Yeah, that was a hell of a fumble. <laughs> I, I don't know why I talk with my hands. I, I don't know why. Uh, I I do that. I'm one of those people that I talk with whatever is in my hand, which is like sometimes dangerous if you're at a table. Yeah. <laughs> in this case, a mic. Yeah, with yeah. a mic. Because you talk I, with your hands, you like get expressive, and then you start smacking stuff on accident. Because this mic is very graded, so I, I got a couple. Like, I got a cut on my hand. My thumb, it, it fell on my thumb, so my, my thumb is sore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I felt like I just punched somebody <laughs> in the fucking face. See, that's the that's the difference between what, I guess, the weight of my mic and your mic. Where it's just like, if your mic falls on your foot, you break the mic. Yeah. My mic falls on your foot, it breaks your foot. <laughs> <laughs> it broke your foot? I'm just saying, it's a heavy mic. It's a heavy mic. It didn't break my foot. It it, it 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 brushed past, like because that shit hurts. I bet it. I, did you drop it on your foot before? I've dropped it on my foot before, yeah. totally. Yeah, <laughs> I've dropped it on my toes before. Yeah, that that shit hurts. I've dropped it like right on the top of my foot, where like the corner of that base, like smacked right on top of one of my veins for a second. Like, oh fuck, that shit hurt. Now nothing is the quite amount of pain is hitting your foot or your shin on a bed couch or a work utensil right right it's all like i feel like it's all the worst parts about biting your own tongue mixed with all the worst parts about hitting your like funny bone like uh, the it's something we took from the simpsons well technically from willem dafoe because it was his appearance on the simpsons when he hit his uh his foot he was like ah god damn it lights on lights on <laughs> he, <came up. laughs> he, cut, he cuts the highlight all right lights off lights off <laughs> but oh, yeah. that sometimes we do that but if the pain is like fucking it, like if you do not cut your toenails on the regular and your toenail yeah. is nice and long but then you go and you bump into something that pain just shoots the fuck up yeah you, you can you can't say a funny line no more you're just gonna be cursing the shit out of it you're just like oh and you feel that sharp cut <laughs> like i can look, it's like a sharp cut followed by an in, in like super intense dullness. Because uh, I'll, I'll say this: this is my go-to every time I hit my fucking foot. 
cocksucker motherfucker. <laughs> like, I, I go really stereotypical on it to the point to where I've hit my, like, I've hit my feet and shit at work mm. and, and reacted naturally and people make fun of me for it now because, like, because straight up, I'll hit myself or get hurt like that and my first natural last reaction is, I caramba, wey, que pasa? <laughs> like, literally, I caramba, like that is how I fucking say it. I did that at work the other day, and now every time I walk around, there's a couple people that call me, hey, caramba. <laughs> there was one, and I felt bad for this one. Um, there was an older woman. Uh -huh. She um, hit her foot in about the fall, and she yelled out, no mames. I <laughs> and I just started laughing. And, uh -huh. and the reason I started laughing, uh, Freddie showed me yeah. a video of a dude playing video games, and he was just fucking yelling. I no mames. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, I no mames. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. And yeah. I just, and, he, and here's the thing, though. It was literally two minutes after he showed me a video. We was all on campus, outside, and I'm seeing this, and I'm after the video, and I'm like, I'm just fucking dying. <laughs> I felt like an asshole. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. My temples are really hurting, and I can't fucking breathe. Oh my god, dude! I had to walk off. I literally had to walk off, and I was just like, I thought we was going to fucking um that that China that um that sushi place that's around the corner from Trade Tech that sells the cherry. Yeah, yeah. We I thought the we one was... next to uh, Popeyes. Yeah, yeah. I just started walking straight, walking there because we was like we were supposed to be going there. We all just wait, and you know who was waiting for? Mary Cruz. We always waiting for fucking Mary Cruz. Like hurry to. She's always up. the last one. She's always the last one out. We was like, hurry up, let's see. I was like, if we would, if she would have came out a long time ago, we wouldn't be seeing this woman yelling, "No, my mess," and me fucking laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh fuck, I was embarrassed, but didn't give a fuck all at the same time. When you saw Mary Cruz next, did you did you tell her and blame her? No, <laughs> I was just still dying, man. I was just still laughing. I That's awesome. Um, the second time that ever happened, we this is a, this is our fault. We was watching the Key Peel sketch. You know this one. When uh, oh. the MMA fighter one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we was like, like, I'm going to knock his ass out. Round one. He's like, I ask God for forgiveness for using me to teach him a lesson. <laughs> like, I fucking love that. We got to the part where <laughs> he pulled me and like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> He just snaps his neck. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean they can't find him? Where is he? Where'd he go? <laughs> Me and Lincoln was fucking dying. We was dying so much, Lincoln was choking. <laughs> and we was in the back of the classroom during audio, during audio uh, it was like audio recording, audio editing class. Yeah. It was a digital media class, essentially. We was not oh. paying, we was not paying attention at all. Looking at that King Pill skit. He was fucking <laughs> dying. We was dying so fucking hard. We had oh. to get up and walk off. That's ridiculous, dude. And we showed um Reed, Patrick Reed. We showed yeah. him the skit. And he just started laughing too. He's like, I guess this is a good time to start to take a break. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Fuck. So if y'all hear some shitty ass editing, um, editing, just know we skipped um a class because we was laughing too hard because of the key sketch. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Oh, that's funny. That's too good, dude. That's like Key and Peel. You know, they're not. The formula is definitely not original, but their execution of it was so good. Oh yeah. I always appreciate it. Um, the one that had me dying. That always had me dying. And once again, this is not a Reed's class. This is like another professor's class that worked like that. He knows Patrick Reed. This is uh-huh. a, this is a video editing class. Okay. We was watching the Chappelle sketch. Um, when um, the pimps go back in time. Pimps go back in time. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the part that always kills me. And the guy's like, "You killed the master. Are we free, Dave Chappelle? Mm, how about nowish? Boom!" And then when he goes back to Dave Chappelle, he's like this. That's when the FCC had a problem with it. You know what? Let's play that shit again. Boom! <laughs> I, was, I was fucking dying. I was, I was like, and I keep forgetting. This is when the uh, they they started implementing that um that that um that software. That you can tell what people are playing with um what they're doing on their monitors. Oh yeah. And he and the professor, you can tell he's red because he's uh-huh. not, he's now he's visually looking at what we're looking at. Yeah, like you see the red ring around your entire monitor, and you're just like, "Boop!" No, no, no. He we looked up, and he's laughing. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god!" I love the idea that he probably already was looking at your screen, not so he can bust you, but because he was also genuinely curious. What was so fucking funny? So I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. That's hilarious. You know which one I always think about? It's like one of their more simple ones, but I, I always, for some reason, the punchline always gets me. It's the one that, uh, the one where it's like they, they, they keep trying to trump each other with like the freshest hat. Oh, shit. I don't remember. Uh, oh, that was, yeah, King and Peel. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thinking KMPL now again, but yeah, <laughs> like they the they have the freshest hat, and then it's like one dude walks up and he's like got the stickers on it, and he's just like, oh damn, it's a new hat, yeah, yeah, whatever, and he, when he the, comes back, back the next day with the goddamn receipt tagged to it. Yeah, the receipt, and then it's still in the bag, and then it's in the case, and then they got some type of, somebody sewing a new hat on his fucking head. <laughs> I'm like, and this it was always that it was. It was at that perfect time. Let me take a sip of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, man. It was legit at that time where I did not understand why wearing you have your, your price tag of the clothing or the label of the hat is on is on is on the article of clothing or the hat. That made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it's like keep the sticker on there. It's like why I didn't want it for the sticker. I wanted it for the hat. But I'm the kind of dude that's like, if I buy it, I'm gonna fucking use it. That's why I bought it. Yeah, like, like somebody had the the MLB logo still on the hat. I was like, it's embroidered on the fucking hat. Why do you need to have the? St-? You know what? Fuck it. I'm not your parent. I'm not your parent. I'm not your parent. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. It's like, it's like, it, like I get why sneakerheads care this much, and I'm probably gonna like alienate to people right now. But it's like the whole crease thing, man. It's like, don't crease your shoes. Don't crease your. It's like, dude, I bought the shoes to fucking use them. You know what I was like? Say? They're not gonna be perfect forever. I'm like, suck my dick. All right. <laughs> Does that get me in trouble? They don't fuck. Right. Me. They don't. They don't fuck with me when I'm just like, man, suck my dick. Here's the I've thing. seen, 
I've seen guys try to fight over fucking like shoes and shit like that. I'm like, that's stupid, man. But, well, actually, I, I do, I do yell that out sometimes, but <laughs> I do. I think I'm in the unique position where I'm, I'm more of a Vans. Like the, I actually looking at my shoes right now. I got more skate shoes mm-hmm. than I do. Like I don't. If I do want a pair of Jordans, yeah, it's gonna be the retro, um, retro ones that came out in '85 because it came yeah. out the year I was born. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna want that, but I'm gonna want the ones that uh, Miles Morales have. Oh, nice. Okay. And yes, I do want to buy them. And yes, they do cost two hundred dollars. I hey. would more likely buy that than a PS Five. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. I will more likely buy a pair of Air Jordan One Eighty Five, the Miles Morales edition, for two hundred dollars than. A four hundred dollar console. I'm just saying. Hey, if that's where your values at, man, I'm just not wired like that. Like, I get why some people like it. I'm just not wired like that. But um, I am planning on getting rid of some of my shoes, like, cause I, I, I do. I, I'm a Vans person. I'm, and when you have Vans, here's the thing: the only time you should give a fuck about your Vans, about the crease and everything, if you have the white checkered slip-ons. Yeah. Those are your for show vans. They're not your everyday. Like you just said, that's not your for show. Those your first. That's just for show only. Yeah, that's not your. I'm gonna go skating vans. Not unless you have two pairs. You got your clean pair and you got your fucking round pair. That's true. That's true. I I I when I would buy vans, that's actually a very legitimate thing I would do. I'd buy two of the same just so that way I like I'd have something presentable. <laughs> So like me, I like I technically wore down my custom um, old schools, but not mm-hmm. not the ones with the red stripe, not the ones that has the the Vans logo stripe, the the eras. Oh yeah, yeah. Old school is the high top, low tops. The the eras are the um the low top ones. There's plain. But I wore the fuck out of my Air Force Ones. I'll tell you that. But is they I don't care because they look good. Like I technically have a unique pair of Vans because they have lightning bolts on the side of them. On the on the on the sole of the shoes, yeah, yeah. Like, how many people minus the Harry Potter collector edition vans, normal everyday vans? How many people you know that have lightning bolts on the side of? Them? Not many. I mean, the only one I can think of, like I've seen it once in a while. I think I've seen some Supras design like that. But those are Supras. We're talking about vans. Oh, vans specifically. Yeah, no vans. No. No, you don't see that on the other band. Like, they did have the Harry Potter ones, but that was just, like, specifically for the Harry Potter ones. Like, this was, like, different patterns and stuff. Like, they have, like, um, artists of the of the month or artists of, the like, the next couple of months. And um, Toyo, Toyi Moy, um, he's, a, he's a popular um, singer. Um, I have one of his, I have a couple of his tracks. I think we played on the Night Owl show, um, his version of Saturday, um, Saturday Love. Oh yeah, I think I remember that one. Um, he had his own. He's an artist as well, so he had okay. his, he had his own like custom brand bands for for like the last few months. And I'm like, I want to be. And, and here's the thing, though: not a lot of artists have signature shoes or a signature line. It's now it's, an, it's now a more of a new thing. Lauren Holsey, she has her own. Nike Air Force Ones. Nice. So I 
I don't want to fuck with Nike. I don't want to fuck with Adidas. There's only one pair of Adidas that I want, and it's not the old schools. It's, it's, it's the ones that you see almost every Mexican kid has. You know what you want to talk about. If you're a soccer player, yeah, yeah the sambas. The sambas. That, that's the only one I want. And every time I find it, it's you know how many times I've gone with cousins to go buy fucking sambas because of soccer. You know, and it's always sold out in my size foot. I'm like, who is running around here in a size 14? All the Latinos, man. All the Latinos will buy up every fucking pair. Like, that's not serious. That's a fact. Like, <laughs> let, let me get a pair, motherfucker. I want. I should not. There is a store around the corner from my house that sells basically only sambas. <laughs> Find me a pair of uh, a size 14. The next time it's open post pandemic, I will definitely do that. Like, fuck. Like, I see it on the Adidas store, but I, like, I don't want to buy directly from the Adidas store. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have a way to buy them, but I don't want to do that. I want to go, go to the hood spot. It's <laughs> always the hood spot where it's always sold the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, you're always just like, damn, this warehouse sushi doesn't have shit. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, I hate the fact that you go to a hood spot and they have to order your shit online. They're like, then I might as well do that myself. Yeah, but, yeah. Where the fuck I'm going online, man? Get the fuck. I'm getting out of here. Hey, you know what? I still love going to get, get me some shoes at Shoe City. I ain't gonna lie. I have not been to Shoe City since. Or um, what was the other one? WWSS? Oh. Uh, that's Warehouse Shoe Sale. There we yeah, go. Yeah. I have not been to either one of those since I was 15. Damn, there's a there's a there's a WSS or there was one for the longest time that just closed. Like I think because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. that hit, like I literally pass every day on my way to work. And there's a shoe city that's like right next to the bank that I always go to. And I actually, I've been to shoe city, but it was for my brother Aaron. Oh okay. But for me personally, no, I've never been into shoe city. I mean, it's it's a shoe place. It's it's, it's basically a, a not pay less, pay less. Man. Yeah, but it has top. It has name brands though. Yeah, yeah, it does. Now I have been to the Vans Warehouse, the one with the they has the skate um the skate shop in there. Uh, yeah, well, the Vans Skate Show um warehouse. It's in uh, what's it? Not Culver City, West Cove. Not, is it West Covina? West Covina. I'm not sure, honestly. But it's it's the shoe the Vans Shoe Warehouse. It has a skate park inside, it has the skate shop inside, and it has the shoe warehouse inside. Oh, wow. It's all in there. I've been there. Um, nice. And I've been to the main um, budget van, um, van's warehouse in, uh, I, I think it's closed down now. I, I think, I don't know. Uh, in Norwalk. Like, right down the street from that AMC in Norwalk. Oh, 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 yeah! I think that one did close. You're, you're talking. Oh, was it the AMC or was it like the Cheap Theater? It was the is down the street is AMC, Wendy's. Now there's a Walmart and Target down there, and then you go up. It's it was like literally Vans. Then you hit Walmart. Then you go for you go past, under um go that underpass and then you near the AMC and the Target. By and the way, everybody who is listening that is not an LA native. How L.A. native do we sound right now? <laughs> like, how much of the, like, fucking SNL Californian skit are we proving correct right now? I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's, it's a stereotype for a reason. But, yeah, for real, I just had that, like, 
like thought stepping out of the conversation for a second. Like we are literally just talking about fucking locations. But here's the thing though. <laughs> if you from if you from New York, you're the Bronx or New Jersey or Queens, you're gonna do the same thing we're doing. Yeah, you do the same thing. Anybody from any big city. It's like they say it's an LA thing, but I guarantee you it's anybody from any city. Yeah, That's like, the thing. Like um I watch um the S E N network, um the host Christian Harloff, he when he has guests from his own hometown. Uh-huh. They literally, like, they don't name streets. They name locations. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the street name comes up every now and then. Like, it's off of it. Like, for us, it'll be off of Imperial near the Nor- um, the Nor- Norwalk City Hall right there. Oh. That's where <laughs> Like, literally, is. as you say that, I remember exactly where it is now. Because as soon as you pass the City Hall, there's AMC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Yeah, like literally behind it. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, like you brought up AMC in Norwalk, and I was immediately thinking the Pacific theaters. Yeah, the Pacific, the, the cheap ones. Yeah, the Pacific theaters like way further down, like in Norwalk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I it's like, just because it's like that's literally the only reason I go to Norwalk at this point. <laughs> yeah, because because I think isn't it now two fifty instead of a dollar fifty, or is it still a dollar fifty? No, I think it's two fifty. Okay, but there's certain days that you can get double features. I, I know, I, I know about the double features. I remember that because that's that is a good five dollars well spent. If it's good, oh yeah, if it's good movies playing though, yeah, it's not current movies. It's never the movies that are being shown in theaters at the time. It's always what just left theaters. But it's a great way, like if you didn't watch it in theaters but you still want to watch it and not spend too much money on it, mm-hmm. it's it's legitimately a nice night out. Like I mean, if the only time that I, the only time I've ever yeah, the seating is the seating sucks because it's not theater style it's the it's it's the old style like everybody's at the same level flat kind of theater so people will be in front of you and it's, but, and it's um, super uncomfortable to sit in especially if you're overweight yeah yeah that's true that's very true but for 250 and like you ain't got nothing better to do they have they actually have like a decent arcade there to fuck around with like if you get there a little early or whatever but it's like it's it's legit. Not not a bad time. I, I used to love going to my cousins for that. I'll say this: that's how I was able to see um, Iron Man two, because I missed oh. I, I missed Iron Man two in theaters, and Iron Man they were showing Iron Man two literally weeks before. Let's see, Iron Man. It, I'm trying to remember the MCU order. It was Iron Man, then Thor. No, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man two, Captain America. Den Avengers. I'm, I'm assuming that was phase one. Did Avengers happen right after Captain America? Yeah, Avengers st- happened right after Captain America. So, oh, Iron, okay. so Iron Man, actually, it had to be Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 had to come out before Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, because the ending with Coulson. Right. Then Captain America. Then Avengers. It was that the, sounds right. It was the core three, technically, and then um, Black Widow and Hawkeye would just make um, was in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye had shown up in Thor, and Black Widow had shown up in Iron Man Two. Yeah. So right. That's okay. How, that's how I was able to see Iron Man Two. Damn, it's been so long since I've watched the Phase One movies. I know people are going back, um, and I think there is what. Well, if you, 
if this was like the start of the pandemic, it would have been a perfect time to restart watching every Star Trek movie ever made, every Star Wars movie ever made, all the MCU films. We sit through all three of the Lord of the Rings movies extended editions. Yeah, that's true. That's all. You or Harry Potter. Or Harry Potter. Actually, I will watch Lord of the Rings over here. Marathoning galore is pretty much what it was. Yep. I will, I will, I, this is where I'm at with um, fantasy. Okay. I will legit watch <laughs> Lord of the Rings over Harry Potter. Would you watch Witcher over Harry Potter? Or Lord of the Rings? I will watch Witcher over it. I, I, here's the thing, though. It's more adult. I think that I think it, when the fantasy is more adult, I'll get uh-huh. into it. Like, okay. kids can still... There's scary moments in Lord of the Rings, but a kid can sit through it. If, you, if a well-behaved kid can sit through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a thing to get them to sit still for three hours. But I'm more of an impatient person, and I've, now, I've noticed this for decades. So I can't... <laughs> so I can't sit through Lord of the Rings, and I can't sit through Harry Potter. So I'm like, no. And, it's, and those movies... And here's also another thing. I was I was forced to see those movies. Oh yeah, it's very different if you did not join that voluntarily. And and his family always want to pull up movies that I wanted to go see that they didn't want to see. Like you wanted to go see John Leguizamo. I keep on forgetting the fucking. Oh man, the movie was The Pest by with John Leguizamo. Right, The Pest. Um, the Pest. That's where dude. You wanted to see The Pest? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I don't care. I, I liked it. It was uh, it was for so it it kept no no attention. no. It's it's fine. It's uh, it's fine. It's just not what I stereotypically would have thought of, honestly. And, and it was, I think we talked about it before. Like living in a predominantly Latin neighborhood, it, I think I was. I, I think I know. I'm more geared towards like I'm going to look at something. Like I'm not bilingual. I'm not right. even fluent, but I am trying. Like, you are you are you are still uh, I guess what it would be like by um, culture <laughs> by culture there yeah, we can do that we can use that <laughs> I guess we can use that term and I'll I, allow it I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pull a chain on me I allow it <laughs> um, no I was like I like Latin culture I always I always did and then I'm always learning a lot more about Latin culture like I do hey, Latin culture. Like and do anyone who's like, like no, shut the fuck up. Don't don't look at listen to this podcast. Look at us up up and down. Like if you live in a predominantly, if you know your own family history, you know your own culture. You're gonna be and if you live in an area where it's like it could be Muslim, Pakistani, uh, Polynesian, uh, Japanese, Chinese. You're going to want to distinctly want to know more about that culture. Right. Like regardless of whether it is your your like cultural background or not, it is part of the culture that exists around you in the area that you're in. So you can either embrace that and learn about the intricacies and the niceness of it and the good and the bad of it, or you can shut yourself off from it and then pretend like nothing ever exists and then stay you know, closed. Yeah. So like, which I guess I guess is what some people want to do, but fuck that. And it's like for like for me, I saw John Leguizamo. As a um, stand-up comedian first, then it was it was '93 with Super Mario Brothers, then it became <laughs> the, um, then in '97 it was the Pest. Okay, okay, I see that. So hence why. Oh we, God, the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> hence why 
every John Wick comes out, please don't kill off John Leguizamo. Right, right. I was like, he was one of my favorite parts of like the first John Wick. Why is he not more involved? He's just the guy who fixes the cars. But like, here's the thing. I know, I know. If I was him, like, yo, man, you're gonna have to pay me millions of dollars because fixing up your fucking car, Wick. Jesus fucking Christ. It's like, do you think it's easy to like restructure a frame that's only like seventy five percent there? <laughs> it's like, how am I supposed to fix a side of the car when the side of the car isn't here? <laughs> like, fuck! I was like, that's a job I would not want to have in that world. I'm gonna be like, He's like, do you think I shit metal, John? <laughs> like, there's only so few of these cars in the world that I, I can only strip down, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's get to our news topics. Oh, okay. So we I almost forgot we hadn't had any. We did. So we didn't. We went in depth, but not too in depth because we this is where the show is for. Um, we we will do our time traveling um part. Um, so this is gonna be quick with the Spider Man things because we did talk about this before. And we don't want to talk about this like repeatedly. Um. Jamie Foxx is returning to play Electro. Now, in an Instagram post that was now deleted, yes, I do follow Jamie Foxx. I mean, come on, Jamie Foxx is the homie. I mean, why wouldn't you? To be honest, I rarely follow celebrities. Like, there's like a like a handful of people I still follow. I, I follow. Uh, um, I follow. Obviously, I follow The Rock. He has good motivations, like he and good reaffirming um, reaffirming um, quotes that he gives you. Yeah, I love that quote. I love that quote of his. Uh, I pulled my gate out of my wall. That one is just showing his humility. Um, humility. Yeah. <laughs> his hum. Aside where he's where like, I shouldn't have to say this. He's just like everyone else. Yeah, but I mean, I do get it only because. Okay, so for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, and he's real, human. just real quick. Yeah, for just for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, just real quick. Um, not too long ago, I guess The Rock posted on his Instagram that he was going to go film something and yeah, hit, because of like a power outage, because of the fires, his power gates wouldn't operate. So he apparently ripped them out of the fucking stone by his by himself. But I guess like part of the explanation was just like, oh yeah, there's literally like people waiting for me to go film and it costs money when I'm not there. Like, I guess he, I guess he was like, I'd rather rip my gates and pay for it than, <laughs> than cause up like the delay in the in the filming or whatever. Hey, <laughs> look, that shows you don't fuck with the rock. For real, like he's just like when you look at the video, it's just like you don't see him actually ripping it out. But oh my god, like the aftermath is insane. Like I thought when I first saw the photo, I thought the post was gonna be about how he ran through it with his car. No, he ripped that shit with his bare hands. Yeah, and then I read it, and he was saying that he ripped it out by himself. I was like, what the fuck, dude? So, Like, how strong is that man, actually? It's insane. You see how much he bench presses? Yeah, no, I mean, it's still... It, like, that's what I mean. It's like, you see him bench press, and you know, like, as an average person, you know that's a shit ton of weight. But the average person's not going to look at a dumbbell and be like, fuck, that's heavy. When they look at what the dumbbell represents, then that's different. I'm looking look at, at it with a real world term it, like that. Yeah, I'm looking at what it represents, that this motherfucker can rip my fucking head off. 
Yeah, for real. It's just damn, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> but um, they get back on target. But yeah, uh, sorry. You you follow Jamie Foxx. You follow The Rock. So, but he did. Um, he he slipped up and he said he would not be blue as Electro. Ah, so he did. So he revealed something about the character already. Yeah. Now we stipulate. Now we have said on um, Night Out, Shocker, Mysterio. Mysterio, Mysterio, Shocker, Vulture, now Electro, and in a way, Scorpion now exists in the MCU. But he, one yep. is not the Scorpion just yet. Mm-hmm. Who is technically going to be the sixth Sinister Six member? What would be the most likely thing? I mean, the, obviously the MCU is its own universe, but they do base off of the comics and off the of storylines, so which one do you think would constitute that that sixth sinister member. It could either be Morbius, Jared Leto. Okay. It could be Rhino if they introduced him. Okay. The real Hydro Man, because they had the water element. The they were if you all right. This is a spoiler for Far From Home. If you haven't seen it, this is on you. It's been out now for a whole year. Yeah, it's been out an an okay amount of time already. Hydra Man was um, that uh, water elemental was not real. It was a figment of the imagination created by Mysterio and his team. Yeah. So, I think the real Hydra Man is out there. He could exist. He could definitely exist. Like, the, the, the world has acknowledged. Um, oh, God. What do they call them? Not mutants. What do they call them in the MCU? Elementals. Elementals? Well, no, not elementals, but I mean, like the like the mutant gene does exist in the MCU. They just don't call it mutant oh, gene, right? There's, there's no name. There's no name for it. We don't even know what te- we can. We can you classify? They only yeah. They like, only, they, they, they what call, did they call Wanda and and um, Quicksilver? Enhanced. Enhanced. That's what it was. And miracles. Yeah. Like the age just because I can't say mutant. They, they say <laughs> the age of miracles is upon us. I'm like, just say mutants. Just save me the word yeah. use. But then you got to figure at the time, Marvel Studios couldn't use the word mutants or use any of the Marvel characters. The at the time, reason- Marvel still wasn't owned by Disney. Yeah. And the only reason why Kevin Feige and all of um, the MCU could use Wanda Quicksilver is because they both were Avengers. Right. So if they wanted to, Beast and Storm could have been a part of the Avengers. Damn, that would have been a much harder fight, though. Oh, yeah. And then Wolverine as well has been part of the Avengers. So you have yep. three X-Men. Well, no. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch has never been X-Men, so let's get this right off the bat. Three, three mutants, then. Um, they have been part of the Brotherhood of um, Brotherhood Evil of Mutants. So they technically was villains before they became um, heroes. Right. But they were Avengers. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, X-Men are the ones that became um, Avengers just because they want the human population to be afraid of mutants. Got you. Which I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> As you can I tell, can... I'm a fan of uh, the X-Men, so when there's a human talking shit about mutants, I'm like, yo, fuck yourself. You know <laughs> If I was a mutant, I'm like, I, 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 if I was a mutant, I would more likely be on um, <laughs> Magneto's side. 
I, I, I'm saying I, I, as much as I love the X Men and what they fight for. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be on Magneto's side. I'm sorry. It's just you're gonna you're gonna be the much more um, let's say proactive one. Oh yeah, but I, I will. It would either I'll be with Magneto or I'm, I'm or I'm my anti-hero like Namor. Got you. Super military like, spot. <laughs> like and, and yes, people. Namor is a, is a mutant. And why we're we talking about mutants? Well, in the Ultimate Universe, um, Electro is technically a mutant. Deadpool's a mutant in that world, except for he hates being a mutant. He's both of them are assassins. But in the six one six world, Electro has powers, but he's not blue. Okay. So it so be, he could be an amalgamation of the two. Okay, that that would make sense for the MCU in general. But that's if they use him as a he could be an enhanced, or whatever the fuck they call it, like someone like. Yeah. Um, there. What did they go with in What did they go with in the um in the Amazing Universe again? I think it was uh, accident. Yeah, it was an accident. So, and this is super weird because the, in the six one six universe you have your super powered, which um, you're enhanced, which will put um, label Captain America. He's enhanced because of Super Soldier Serum. Right. He's not a mutant. He was an external thing. Yeah. Spider Man also is in the category. He's actually in between. He's an enhanced and he's a mutant because his DNA was mutated by the radioactive spider. But as a result, it enhanced his DNA. But it also, he could still get targeted by a sentinel. Oh, that's true. Because he because it mutated his DNA. Yeah. His, his DNA. Yeah, his DNA. So technically, his DNA, bro. So he's technically a mutate. Okay. I know. We, you know, he's got that mutate in him. Here's the thing. We do not have enough time on this show to, for me to define every literal category for every type of superhero. Yeah. Go buy the Marvel Dictionary. It will give you everything. Oh, excuse me. I legitimately the, might because I'm just genuinely curious as hell. The Marvel Encyclopedia. There we go. It's And it's currently only 50 bucks. It's And it's over, I think, close to... If I remember correctly, close to 1,200 to 2,000 pages. Jesus. So you're going from the 1960s to up to, I'd say, 2019. We're not counting counting everything that's going on right now. Right. Remember, 2020 didn't happen. What's the first rule about remembering 2020? We don't talk about 2020. No, we're talking about 2020, goddammit. In 2021, we're talking about 2020. None of that, none of that stupid. But I hate when people do that. We don't talk about that, motherfucker. You talking about it, right? We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, it happened. What? There's no getting around it. It happened. So, <laughs> I swear, one person who does that, I will find you. If you're part of this show in any form of way, I will find you, and I will electrocute you. I love the idea that even though I've sent you my address before, I'm pretty sure you have no idea where I live. I don't care. I know what your car looks like. True, but you're gonna just start searching cities until you find my car. You, I what if I get a tarp? <laughs> Thank you for telling me you're getting a tarp. I didn't say what color the tarp's gonna. I don't be. care. You said you're getting a tarp. You don't tell the person your plans. Yeah, but what if I'm telling you plans and then I do something completely different? But you're now like telling me. You, but you're now telling me you're gonna do all that. But how do you know? Dude, how do you know? Like, like I told you, I'm like the, I'm like the colonel from the A-team. 
I have contingencies. <laughs> I got contingencies. They're like, if that'll work, this'll work. If that'll work, this'll work. <laughs> Trust me, you're going to get caught. Everybody gets caught in the end. Mm-hmm. Only the good ones don't get caught. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. That's right. And by that point, you go crazy. Yeah. All right? You go crazy. You let the person think you are a fucking lunatic. Yep. All right, not Jamie Foxx level lunatic in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but lunatic. See, we're still staying on topic. We're on a tangent, but we're still staying on topic. See, see, that's not a tangent then if it's on topic. Um, it's just colorful commentary. Yeah. So it's, um, it is interesting to see, and everybody's saying this is a multi, it's going to be a multiverse type of thing. I don't think it's going to be a multiverse type of thing. Like, I think Doctor Strange will take care of the multiverse type of situation because we're going to have Kang the Conqueror soon in Ant-Man. So I think Ant-Man and the Wasp 3, um, Doctor Strange, WandaVision is going to deal with the multiverse. Spider-Man is just going to have people who were in past movies are now in our world. Okay. Because we had... Um, J.K. Simmons returned as J. Jonah Jameson as our right. as our generations. I mean, worlds. J. Jonah Jameson, right? Because um, J.K. Simmons is actually balding. He's bald, so it makes sense for him just to not have all of his hair. Yeah. Um, hell, I've been watching J.K. Simmons for decades. I don't ever remember him having hair on his head in the first place. Like most of his roles, he is bald, right? Yeah, bald, or he had the, or he has the grandpa cut. Yeah. So yeah, even in Juno, he's bald. Well, not no, he wasn't in Juno. He was in um, what Diablo clothing movie was in? Was it Juno? Oh. Or was, was it, it? Or was it Daniel Stern in Juno? Man, I can't remember Juno. Now that I think about it, it's been a while. I remember Ellen Page. Um, yeah, Michael I remember Sarah. her and I remember Michael Sarah, but like the rest of it. Jason Bateman and um Oh shit, Ben Affleck's ex wife. Uh Jennifer Garner. I remember them. Okay. I don't holy shit. Was Daniel Stern the father or was it J.K. Simmons? <laughs> holy shit. Slow down. I just don't remember it. Oh well. But um yeah, I don't think it's going to be a multiverse type of movie. I think it's just going to be um, hell. And I seriously feel we could see Tom McGuire as another character in the um, as a villain. Just go around as another character, um, and Andrew Garfield as other characters. If they, I, I would, I would think Andrew Garfield will come back more than Tom McGuire. But the reason why I think Tom McGuire could return is because. Kevin Feige produced Spider-Man 2 and 3. Oh, that's right. He didn't produce one because he was an assistant in the first one. Yeah. By that point, he was starting to gain power. He didn't have a lot of, of power because, look at Spider-Man 3. So he didn't have a lot of power. And he, since he worked on those films, he knows what to do and what not to do. And yes, yeah. the MCU has his hiccups. And even he says as such. Yeah, it's not a perfect sequence of movies. But it's one but thing. It's but it's, it is very cohesive. Yeah. So he has that. So it's he, overall collective storytelling on a large scale that we have never really seen done or uh, attempted to this amount. So like this is Sony casting these um, actors and actresses, not Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige may have a say so 
were like, you know what? He's probably since he's a producer on. He's like, let's get Jamie Foxx back. Let's like we have this script. Let's let's present him this idea. And Jamie Foxx yeah, like, was like, let's also give him a chance to redeem himself a little bit. Yeah, and what do you know? Jamie Foxx is back. Olivia Wilde came out and said Kevin Feige's working on her movie, and they're working together. Nice. We know it's gonna it's Spider Woman. What else Olivia Wilde's gonna be working on? I mean, come on. It's gotta be Spider Woman, please. But here's, the th- here's the thing though. I want Olivia Wilde to be Spider Woman. Like she can do it. Yeah. But she's But she wants to be a director. I know. I'm like, man, missed opportunity. Olivia Wilde can do it. I like Olivia Wilde. I'm not- I like I like her like I've liked her since what I think the first thing I can remember her in was like Alpha Dogs. Really? Wow! Oh, House was the first thing I remember. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Not House. <sighs> the OC. Well, I'll tell you this: I watched House first, but I didn't pay attention to the fact that it was her until I watched Alpha Dogs. Alpha Dogs came out after the OC. Like I want to say after like I, it was the OC for me. Uh-huh. I'm like, God damn it. I even totally forgot that Willa Holland, if y'all know who she is, she played Mia Queen in Arrow. She was also in she was also in um the OC as well. <laughs> nice. I'm like Jim Gordon, um, Freddie Friedman, <laughs> Red Arrow. And now the director of Spider-Woman was all in the OC. Damn, really? Yeah. So Willa Holland, like I said, went on to be an Arrow, to um, to be Red Arrow, or Speedy. Um, Olivia Wilde went to be a, a now a very notable director. Benjamin McKenzie went on to become Jim Gordon in Gotham. And, um, fuck, the, um, Adam Brody, who was supposed to play the Flash in George Miller's Justice League, went on to play Freddie Freeman, adult version, in Shazam. And now it's sequels. There's your OC cast. Huh. Nice. Oh, and then Monica Bakkerin was also on the OC. She was? Yeah, she even said it in an interview. I was like... You met your husband years before you was ever finally y'all two finally got together. Ah. I was like, wow, the OC really brings people together. And you know what's bringing people together now? Spider Man PS Five. Oh yeah. Now, um, I see what you forget. Thank you. Um, there was a flub. I would say it was a flub up for me, though, because I assumed that you can cross um, cross save your Spider-Man file over to the PS5. That is not the case. If you buy Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PS4, the cross saving will be there, so you can also port it to the PS5. It's just for the remaster, you won't be able to switch your file over, and that's a very good specific reason why. Is because they recast Peter Parker with another motion capture actor. Uh, and, uh, and they rebuilt the game from the ground up. And the specs on this, you know, we're going to get to the specs. It's going to be fire. Just, oh my God. So, nice. 
let's talk about the specs. Because let's see. Krishna loves the specs. So, for the graphical updates, the team has done painstaking work. This is from, coming from the PlayStation blog, from the community director, from Insomniac. He says the team has done painstaking work with updating the city environment to take advantage of the new console. Beyond improved models um, and materials, one of the biggest things they have brought is ray tracing reflections and ambient, um, ambient shadows, um, which will now have true reflections off of windows um, and um, the sky and its weather effects. Um, so when you a cloud is going over the sun, you'll see that reflected off into the city. Depending on the direction you're web swinging, um, you'll see the reflection of Spider-Man in the windows when you're web swinging. I repeat, you will see the reflection of Spider-Man when you're web swinging. That's awesome, dude. Like, I'm, I'm legitimately super excited to see what that looks like. Like, holy fucking shit. Like, we, there's an image on the PlayStation blog of him just standing, um, just him posted on the window, him um, wall crawling on the window. That looks cool in itself, but the fact that you can see yourself web swinging in the reflection if you're not going super high. Like, Spider-Man can web swing real fast. Yeah. But you can slow down the web swing, and it's just like you're cruising, but it still is that fact that it's like, I can see myself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. that is a really... It's one of those subtle but very detailed, like, um, additions that make a difference in a very... In a very, it's a very small detail to add in, but it has a very imp big impact on how the overall game feels. Honestly, I know it's like I think I'm more thinking people's like, oh, it's gonna look more lifelike, more human-like. I'm thinking this next gen is gonna be more of the technical. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a burp. I was trying to hold in the burp, but he's like, you know, how it forces his way out, <laughs> and it just fucks with your speech pattern. All right, yep. <laughs> Back on track. Um, I think it's going to be more on the technical side of things with all these games. I say in the next seven years within the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, this is where we're going to see the more lifelikeness in this game, in these games. Yeah, for real. That's, this is why, that's why I think because Spider-Man was already a technical uh, advanced game because if you web swinging, you hear Peter breath is being labored because he's now he's. Literally, exhuming energy, web swinging, but also talking to you, talking to whoever's calling him on the phone. Yeah, like you can hear his like intensity in his voice and shit. Yep. Or when he's fighting, you hear the intensity in his voice. Or depending on if he has his mask on, you hear the the sort of um, stuffiness in his in his voice. Yeah, like it's being muffled as he's talking. So it's, that is fucking. That's already that was already awesome in itself, but this technical aspect is just like holy fucking shit. <laughs> um, For real. But they also said it's not only the environments. Characters have also gotten huge upgrades, from higher fidelity skin, eyes, teeth, shaders to individually rendered strands of hair. <laughs> individual strands of hair. Like, do you realize how many hairs are in just, like, a square inch of head? Fucking hey. Um, new tech and details that would bring the characters and performance to look um, new in life. Um, they also gave one of the biggest changes by recasting the face of Peter Parker. 
um, with Johnny B. I'm sorry, John. I'm not gonna say your last. I'm not gonna butcher your last name on this show like I did in the last. Um, <laughs> and they got a better voice, um, better match to the actor Yuri Lowenthal, um, facials capture, but with actor Ben Jordan. Um, apparently, they said that this voice actor, I mean, the motion capture actor, facially looks similar to Yuri Lowenthal. Okay. But if you don't know what Yuri Lowenthal looks like, but you're getting the look of the motion capture actor, everybody's going to assume, oh, they got um, Tom Holland light. Yeah. But what they was really trying to do, and hence why we said oh, we're, why a lot of people's coming together. When I mean, what I mean by coming together, I mean coming together to bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's been- Nothing- Nothing gets people to like side with each other than collectively, collectively bitching at something. I know it's we're going we're coming on to a week on this already. A week, like let it go, let it go. <laughs> In the words of Elsa, let it go. Let <laughs> it go. <laughs> Otherwise, he ain't gonna hold it back anymore. <laughs> never, no, I'm playing. That's the only thing I seen for that movie Frozen was the music video. I like yeah. I, I like Idina Menzel. She can sing. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Like goddamn. She has a goddamn talented. Um I yes, I have seen Glee, all right? I watched it. I'm guilty <laughs> of it. But as soon as they started using rock songs, I jump ship. Oh god. I jumped ship real quick. How long did it take to actually get to that point? Season three. Okay, later than I would have expected, sooner than I really did. They did do Panic at the Disco songs, but here's the thing, though. I don't listen to Panic at the Disco like that, and I wouldn't really classify Panic at the Disco as rock. It depends on the age, and even then, still. Yeah, like, like, if it's, like, their first record, which would probably be, like, around 2004, 2005. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's rock. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say like a glam pop rock. Uh huh. Anything after that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brandon Yuri and your and your friend your fans. You're officially a pop singer. Yep. Your name. You could just call yourself Brandon Yuri and the Panic at the Disco. No, you just want to keep your bandmates are gone, dude. <laughs> Everyone is gone, and it's just you. I'm just saying. Brandon at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Brandon. Brandon, sorry. We we don't we don't want to upset the pet with the panic of the disco fans. Oh my god! But yeah, moving on. It's like I don't I don't want to hit a fifteen year old girl. No, I'm just. <laughs> you mean a thirty five year old girl? Yeah, it really it's either fifteen or thirty five, and the fifteen year old is confused why the thirty five year old is there, and the thirty five year old is as confused as why the fifteen year old is there. You know what's more sad? What? Gym class heroes has broken up. Oh no, really? They broke up. I'm like, fuck, man, that was my favorite. Damn. Like the and the only the drummer and the lead singer. I mean, um, uh, Travis McCoy and the drummer are the only mm-hmm. two. Like, I guess they've been best friends since middle school. So I guess yeah, they're cool with one another. But everyone else, nope. Damn. And, he's, and, and every time you ask Travis McCoy what's up with gym, with gym class, he just 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 he shrugs. It. I'm like, and then you just, you do see it. 
infinite, infinite hiatus, which means they broke up. If it's infinite hiatus, you, y'all broke up. Just say you broke up. Mm-hmm. All right. Even hell, even Travis McCoy is not coming out with no new shit. You can tell his heart is not in it no more. Mm. I'm sad. What I'm not sad about the frame rate to the PS5 version of Spider-Man Remastered. Holy shit! Ooh, Ooh. tell me what is it? It's at 60 frames per second. Locked. And it looks a good. Oh, from, God, this, yes. from this clip, it looks good. Give me all your high frame rates. It has a performance mode as well. And I'm like, wait, it has a performance mode? A performance mode? You're going you're gonna to have to kick that shit into gear. Jesus Christ. You, you're putting a lot of shit in this game. And we already passed it and played it twice. Right? Well, maybe some people played it more than once. But me, I played it twice. The only reason I played it twice so I can get the goddamn platinum. I got the platinum. I don't like speedball. I really don't like speedball. <laughs> I really don't. You want to know who... And here's the technical thing. How the fuck she get a former Young Avengers name? Speedball was a, a, a dude. His powers... He actually had powers that, that labeled from his fucking name. On top of that, he was the cause of civil war in the comic books. Why was he the cause of civil war in the comics? Tangent, but it's still on track because of Speedball. I hate this woman. I hate. I, legit, I do. Not, this is the one time I bitch about Dan Slott's writing. Okay. I really do. Dan Slott helped write the game, but he also is a mainstay Amazing Spider-Man comic book writer. So he's the one who created Speed. This version of Speedball. So. The original Speedball, him, Namor's cousin, Namorita, and a couple of other um, Young Avengers. Um, I think it was Young Avengers. No, no, it's not Young Avengers. Um, fuck, I legit forgot that fucking that team name. But they went to Stamford, Connecticut. Okay. They tracked down a group of villains. These are Omega-level... Now, like Omega-level mutants, these are... Omega level villains. Jesus. Where the Avengers needs to either you need the Avengers or the X Men to step in. Mm-hmm. Because one of the villains can blow himself up and bring himself back together. When he blows himself up, he could take out and let to put it in context. If I fought this villain, he can legit take out a good chunk section of Compton. Wow. All of, and if it's near a factory, okay, then it's all of Compton, part of North Long Beach. Damn. Damn, dude, that's crazy. And that kicked off, and they was doing it as on live on TV because they was a reality show. Oh wow! And it took that now. Part of the Stanford, Connecticut was still around, but it was near a kid's playground. Oh shit live on TV the world saw it that would kicked off Civil War Damn. in the comic books uh-huh. not T'Challa's father dying yeah <laughs> but not a bombing on the Wakandan embassy yeah but more a town and I and that is more better because one the MCU don't have Namor we don't have the X-Men mm-hmm so, because it, it was a ripple effect. Um, when it gets to the X-Men, 
um, sent man-powered sentinels were placed on their lot, so they could the X-Men couldn't leave. Okay. Wolverine was already working with the Avengers, so he had freedom. Okay. And plus, who really want to step up to Wolverine? Yeah, nobody who doesn't have a death, death wish. Yeah, like you, like you really gotta be like you really gotta be stupid enough to be like, you know, I'm gonna stop Wolverine. I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna try to stop him. I think I can do it. All right. Like, go ahead. When he stabs you, I'm not calling nine one one. You're just gonna bleed out right here. I'm yeah, not, I'm... You said you said you believe, right? I believe you too. Let's find out. <laughs> um, and that kind of, uh, Bill Foster. If you don't know who he is, he's um. Uh, what was his fucking code name? Well, Bill Foster, um, played by Lawrence Fishburne in Ant-Man and the Wasp, his character was killed off by a composite Thor. Oh, wait, composite Thor? Like, made up of different... Wait, composite Thor? What the fuck? Thor was already missing. Oh. So, and the Hulk was also missing. So, hence why they was not in Civil War as well. Got you. So... Um, Reed Richards, Hank Pym, and Tony Stark created a version of Thor based off the strand of his hair. Hmm. And okay. based off his Mjolnir. The power of that fake Mjolnir blew a hole through Bill Foster's chest and killed him. Fuck. Still in giant, um, in giant form. So he never shrank, he was never able to shrink down. So he had to be mm-hmm. buried like a giant. They took a, he took up like close to a football field level of a burial uh, burial plot. Okay. Spider Man almost died. He mm-hmm. he switched sides when he realized what Tony did. And Tony mm-hmm. and Iron Man was the most fucked up thing he ever did. He let loose a team of Spider Man's villains and other villains that Spider Man never fought before. He's like, all right. He betrayed me. Go after him. Arrest him. Oops. They turn up their comms and damn near kill Spider-Man. This damn. is the only time you do not want kids to read this because Spider-Man was legit looked like he was about to die. Damn, dude. If it wasn't for his best friend, the Human Torch, and Captain America and his um his team. They done swooped in and saved his ass? Yep. Invisible Woman left Reed Richards. Um, ben, um, the thing left. He he disappeared as soon as Civil War kicked off. Nobody didn't see him. He and and the thing. He's the thing. He's big. He's a big ass orange rock. For him to disappear and you don't know where the fuck he's at. That is a feat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's very different. Like you could say that he has a very uh he has very low deception skill. And the Human Torch also left and joined, um, joined up. Mm, okay. And, and plus, um, uh, Spider-Man is his homie. He's not going to let uh, anything happen to Peter Parker. Yeah. And people are like, why is Spider-Man so important to the MCU? Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and the Human Torch, Johnny Storm's friendship. You yeah, that's like one of the most important parts to me. That's a friend. That's a that's a movie you do not know you need. Trust. Oh yeah, trust. You get the, that's that's a movie that's gonna hit everybody in the fields in some way or another. Like trust. You want you want you have to get the the right actor to play 
um, the Human Torch. And I had the right person for Human Torch, but now he's embroiled in a controversy himself. Um, Chris no, as. As. No, Ansel Edward. Oh, huh. I wanted him to be the Human Torch, but now he's in the middle of a controversy. I'm like, nope, never mind. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. I was like, damn it. I thought you was cool. <laughs> now you are suspect. It's like, why you gotta make me doubt you, man? Like, every fucking dude in Hollywood. Now y'all sus. From the world <laughs> of Among Us, you are sus. <laughs> Back to Spider-Man. Um, the next generation PlayStation features will give you a near instant loading. But don't worry. Um, you will still be able to switch on and off the fast travel animations. FYI, you can still get to see Fat Spider-Man. I mean, not Fat Spider-Man. Shirtless Spider-Man. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, Greg Miller. Oh, I'm sorry. Shirtless Spider-Man. <laughs> um, spatial 3D audio on compatible headphones. Check out Astros. They just announced new head headsets for the PS4, PS5, Xbox, Monolith, and the PC. And the three, um, Xbox One. They even just showed, gave me an email. The new A20s are wireless. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's out for everything. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's coming. It, it is. Oh, oh, my God. I will pick up a pair of A20s, A120s for the PS, my PS4, because, oh my God, it looks, the blue looks great. I have on my, I have a pair of A10s that's red and gray, still look good on okay. its own, but the, that blue for the PlayStation 4 looks fire. Nice. And the green looks good for um, the Xbox One. Like yeah, yeah. So it's and it lights up. <laughs> oh my god! I want some neon lights in my room. I just, I just <laughs> the LEDs. I want where I can just like switch. I, I actually just want 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 to put that up. Hey, color changing wireless LEDs are becoming a lot more uh, uh, affordable. I know, and but the thing is though, I have to measure out the room and make sure to put it up. But the thing is, I don't that or you can just replace your bulbs. I could do that, but the thing is, though, I don't want to. I don't like introducing things where I know I'm, I'm renting at. I'm not gonna be here forever. I don't know if I am good or not, or I am or not. Yeah, but it's a light bulb, man. Yeah, but I want it you all over. I want, here's the thing, though. Take you've been you've been here recording before. You know, it technically, it's like one to two lights that work. True. I'd rather do the whole room with a strip. That's probably okay. that's probably gonna be like a good two hundred dollars to get the whole room. Maybe more. Oh, yeah, maybe about that. That doesn't sound unreasonable. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we have. Um, they also doing something with the um, Reven um, the DualSense controller with the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. Um, hopefully, it's a lot more better than the PlayStation um, trigger system because it felt like I had to button mash a lot to make sure the the proper attacks was being used. Mm -hmm. I hate that. So hopefully it's more it's more smoother when you um. So hopefully the controller feedback is more better than the PS4 controller. Hmm. Um, there's gonna be they also did a new photo mode. Um, to give it uh, uh, I'm not gonna break it down how they did it. I'll just say it like this. 
Because one of the new costumes you can get right off the bat is the amazing um, Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man suit. The first one, not the second one. Mm. Probably the second one would probably be unlockable. But the now, yeah, they gotta they gotta add something in there to make you work for it. But here's the thing, though: the Amazing Spider-Man suit is very similar to his classic suit. Hmm. So technically, I don't think they're gonna put two. Even um, his movie suit is class. Technically, as like, I think they're gonna label it. This is they already did classic suit, the Raimi suit. I forgot what they was really called. I think it's called the Raimi suit. Yeah. And then you're gonna have the amazing Spider-Man comic suit, or they're gonna probably call it the Ultimate suit since it's based off Ultimate Spider-Man. Huh. That would make sense. But um, the photo mode, if you play Ghost of Tsushima, their photo mode is very in-depth. You can change. Um, so it's going to be similar for Spider-Man Remaster. You can change the lighting. You can change the shadows, which means if you play the amazing, if you play Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, the PS4, you people tend to stay in Manhattan to get the perfect lighting if they were going to do photo mode at night or they made sure they was in the daytime doing photo mode here yeah. you can change the lighting in the settings you can be night or day or morning or mm-hmm. they have a snow they, they have snow and rain in the game so you'll be able to get the perfect light tint um hue depth of field just static motion it's, it's like dealing with the actual fucking camera and ghost of Tsushima, actually did that but they was more in depth with it like you can change the fucking wind pattern yeah you could change like the position of the sun and everything yeah the dust particles that's just in Tsushima and they're going to do something similar with that but in um that this that was sucker punch for Tsushima Insomniac looked like they're taking I think every gaming company looks at another company is like oh let's see if we can do that or if they have that can we borrow that engine and we just put it into our game or can or is there something that we could do on our like specific software to recreate this? And and since this is Spider Man, you know they're gonna they recreate it specifically for Spider Man. And it's also and it's also will be available for the Miles Morales edition as well. Nice. Um the game so we're at the end of that. The game is gonna be twenty the remaster is twenty bucks on its own, or it's gonna if you buy it repackaged with the Miles Morales edition, ultimate edition for seventy dollars. So that's not bad. Honestly. Not at all. You're basically getting the new game and the remastered edition for like a little bit extra. Yep. So I, like seventy dollars for this because you technically get two games in. <clears throat> yeah. Two games in one. So I, that's that's definitely a part. I think to be and, a part of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's like a normal day going. If you, I can't believe I'm using the term going into GameStop or hell Best Buy. Huh. You're buying two games. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Enough bitching about that. <laughs> now, Godfall, yes, that's seventy dollars. You have all the right to bitch. <laughs> but a game that's been out for four years, that's being bundled with a game that's already fifty bucks, seventy dollars is is fair. Yeah. I mean, come on. And then on top of that, you get if you get versions that work on technically two consoles. Yeah. So like, calm down. Calm yeah. Down. Now, our last Calmatetus Tetas. Our last topic. <laughs> the time travel time travel is possible 
and less risky than you thought in a new in a new theory that suggests that. Coming from right. coming from comic book resources, they started off with saying there are countless. Um, wow, I did not say hey Siri. Huh. Seriously, it popped. It popped up. God damn it, Siri! <laughs> it just thought like, oh hey, holy shit! Now it wants to listen to me. Um, it said in a new research paper um, from IOP Publishing from the University of Queensland, that's Australia, mm-hmm. um, has shed light on an age-old theory that saying going back in time causing changes could create a ripples in the fabric of time itself. According to the paper, any attempt to meddle and change the events in time would be null and void as the timeline would um, find a new way to correct itself. Wow. Hmm. Um, the researchers, Fabio, uh, Fabio Costa and Germain Tobar, used the example uh, for the current cor- uh, coronavirus pandemic to explain how our timeline would essentially remain the same. Hmm. So you traveled in time to attempt to stop COVID-19 patient zero from being exposed to the virus. However, oh my God. you stopped that individual from becoming infected. That would eliminate the motivation for you to go back and stop the pandemic in the first place, Costa explained to um, the news. This is a par- uh. this is a paradox and inconsistency that people oft- um, often lead people to think that tri- travel cannot occur in our universe. Um, they said you might try to stop patient zero from becoming infected, but in doing so, you would catch the virus and become patient zero, or someone else would, Tobar added. No matter what, yeah. no matter what you did, the salient events would just recalibrate around you. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Now, taking that into effect, now they go into um, Legends of Tomorrow season five, and I have not watched Legends of Tomorrow season five, so it, it's null and void to me. But I, now I get um, this. So we can rewrite our history, except for, like they said, it's just going to calibrate and make sure it stayed the course of what happens. So we can change bits of ourselves, but it's still going to be like, this will still be the outcome. Us still be in the middle of the pandemic doing this podcast, but little changes to us will be different. Mm. So in this case, I, will, I'll, I guess I'll start first. I will, okay. I will legit go back in time and tell myself, you need to focus on losing, like staying slim. But that means I was because I remember that when I got diagnosed with my disease, uh-huh. they said you no know, no matter if you was overweight or super thin, your knees will forever be worse. Mm-hmm. So that means I will still go through what I did, ages except for the pressures of being overweight wouldn't be to the extreme. Yeah, it just I would still have the intense pain. It will still continue going on as I get older. So I'll still, right. have, I'll still have the countless, um, the countless, uh, count, uh, the continuing pain, but it'll be, right. still be alleviated. Now, hmm. telling them, oh, you need to do X, Y, and Z. No, because they just said, they're like, if I tell them to try to make money, by the time we get to my, to me at 35, I'll probably still be broke. Cause that probably yeah, it's not like all of a sudden you tell yourself that, you check your bank account, and then you have a shit ton of money. Yeah, this is not going to happen. It looks like it's like at some point in time. I still find a way to still be myself and just like still waste my money. Yeah. Like it could have it it could have been one of those things where that like all that just goes away and something that you completely didn't even plan or think about. So it, so we can make minor changes, 
but we um like I already said mines out making sure I lost my weight knowing full well my minor change was still this would still be the end result what uh-huh. minor change you would do knowing that the timeline will still recalibrate itself but you know this will still be the end result of us still doing this podcast what minor change you know it's a, it's a change but it won't be much of a change what would you change huh i would damn like i don't know like uh, uh we're we're specifically talking about like me affecting change in my own life right yeah you and your own this is you and your own timeline but you know i mean the funny thing it's not going to make a difference cuz you go right the thing right that right. i would uh-huh the thing that i would probably go back and tell myself is like uh, I'd probably go back as early as I could that I know that I would listen to me <laughs> and and uh, and warn myself to make sure that I pay attention and like uh, learn very well math <laughs> so that way like I'm not detrimental to it for like all my shit later, including now like my schooling and stuff. <laughs> but it wouldn't have made a difference because I'd still be bad at it and it's like, all right, well, maybe. Maybe it would have shifted around to where just, like, I didn't have the opportunity to do that or, like, to pay attention to it. <laughs> or it'll probably be you're good at it, but no matter what, you're still in this position of you're still working where you work at, but you have a better um, tolerance, too. Like, you have a good understanding of math. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's not totally inaccurate. <laughs> like, because I, I remember, like, one is, like, we always had the able to, like, go back in time. Like, originally, when I was thinking of it, like, I'll go back at certain points of my timeline, like, at 10. I'd be like, here, use the skateboard. This will help you. More than football, basketball, or baseball. This will help you. Nice. I'll come, <laughs> I'll come back at 15. I'm like, look, you're going to be diagnosed. I'm, I'll come at myself at 14. I'll be like, you're going to be diagnosed with a, with a disease. And mm-hmm. it's going to rock you. It's going to make you depressed. You'll get through it. You'll try to cure yourself numerous times throughout your life, but you'll still make it out. Come back at 21. All right? I saw you, mm-hmm. still, lost, you still kept the weight off. You still skateboard. All right. Now, here's the dish about 21 up to 35 deaths. Yeah. You need to figure out how to hold on money. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's uh, called saving. And on top of that, convince your family to teach you how to drive. Yeah, that's another important one. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times my family has flaked on that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll take you out driving. Doesn't do anything. Yeah, and then blame you for not speaking up. Yeah. You'd be like, so, well, I told you I'd help you. I'd be like, I will take a bottle to your head, motherfucker. <laughs> I would tell you. I would tell you this, and I would tell my. Uh, I would tell myself, continue on being sarcastic. It will help you because I shit you not. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Okay. Yeah. I'm putting this here. I legit told my parents, they was like, it was arguing and they was arguing with me. And I was like, I bet you like, normally he was like, I, uh, they, people was like, you know, you was adopted. No, I that your kid child was never adopted. Mm-hmm. I said the ultimate, this was without even saying, fuck you. This was the ultimate nuclear bomb I ever dropped. I said, I bet you wish you pulled out a mom. Both my parents was like, 
And I was like, your rebuttal says it all. Y'all didn't say a damn thing. And you know what yeah. rebuttal was? Go to your room. <laughs> I was like, that's what I thought. Yeah. Do I feel bad for being born? No. <laughs> I just confirmed what I always knew. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they were just like, like there was. You can't see. We'll, one day we will do video. We will do video. Video would be very interesting. <laughs> but I remember that that was like one of the two days I made uh-huh. somebody speechless. The first one, I think I said this before on the show. I tagged the word bitch on my English teacher's desk in ninth grade. Uh-huh. In front of her and the security guard. Without <laughs> skipping a beat, I replied, she said she was a bitch and a damn good one. I'm just I'm just reiterating what she said she was. <laughs> she was speechless. Hey, that's right. Yep. Yeah, she was speechless, but the security guard was chuckling. Nice. So <laughs> the smart ass is I would tell I was like what would keep you alive is being a smartass. But hey, I mean, it's not it's not a uh, it's not a bad strategy. But but knowing that no matter what we do to our past selves, we'll still go back to this moment of time mm-hmm. of us being here in our respected homes at nine o'clock at night doing the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but hey, at least I'll be three hundred pounds lighter. A skateboarder I'd be, uh, and more. I'd be, uh, I, I, I'd be, I'd be not as sucky at uh, figuring out the tip real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, a lot further. It, like, if I was better at math, I would hopefully be a lot further along in my education than I am now. I think I would be. I think I'd be the same. Because if I did change my past that much, I could definitely say you would not be seen here on the podcast. It'd probably be someone else. <laughs> Like seriously, by, like, by, a lab. like it, it, it was literally just like, like I literally didn't think about that. Like time, mm-hmm. like Back to the Future and Avengers Endgame literally made me think about that. What if we changed our past so much, like where I never met Mary Cruz, Freddie, and everybody? Mm-hmm. Like what if I did go to trade, but I actually completed my shit and transferred out and finished Dominguez and everything? By this point, would I be a working artist? By this point, I mean. I don't think this podcast would be a thing. Yeah, Giant Country would not exist. I would probably be doing something. I would probably be doing something else. Night Owl wouldn't exist. Um, Desi is Dead would probably never exist. Damn. Hero G would probably never exist. Really? Yeah, probably. I, I, like, I seriously think, like, I think it would probably would change my future so much. Like, if you... If you don't go to teenage you and you just sit down, you go to an age where you know your past self will listen to your adult self. Yeah. Like, for me, it would probably be like, it'll, you have to target yourself where you know you you know this was the change within you. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it would more likely be 12-year-old me. Okay. Or thir- no, more 13. <laughs> because age I- him up one more. Like, because I know thir- from 13 up to 18, that's where I learned people were shit. <laughs> like, people were shit. Like, I did not have, like, I, everybody knows. And I even said, I said this numerous times, I did not have real friends until I was about 26. Got you. So, yes, I, and I uh, y'all hear it here too. I had no friends on my 21st birthday. I spent it 
by myself visiting my father in the hospital. Damn. We're going to have to make up for that. I don't, but here's the thing, though. I don't feel bad about it. Because it was like, literally, I could not, I was like, I, I really don't, I really don't feel bad about that. I wouldn't change, that would be the one I would not, that was like, that moment in time would also be changed if I really, like, changed 13-year-old thing. Uh-huh. Like, all of that would probably change. Like, probably, if I, if I tell them what happens to me from 13 mm-hmm. and up, probably 13-year-old me would actively try to get friends. It's amazing to think that, like, that much that much change can be affected by one thing. Yeah, or, like, they look at, they, like, you, because you're, when you're a kid, you always assume this is what you're going to look like when you get to be an adult. Yeah. But when, if your time self comes and you see, your your younger self sees you how you are as an adult, they're going to be like, fuck! And they, that means they're going to actively going to change how they look. So, <laughs> so by the time you go back to your future, you're going to look like 100% different. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's applying the back to the future me- method of the timeline. Mm-hmm. Like you drastically change yourself from the past. So by the time you come back home, you are 100% different. Mm-hmm. So like, since I was always into skateboarding, what if my younger self became a professional skateboarder? So I come back. My brothers are not here. I'm home alone. Yeah. More likely, Harley won't be here. I wouldn't do that. Damn. I probably would. I would probably have a black cat. Because <laughs> I always wanted a black cat. I was almost, I was these close. Little, two months away. Literally, the month I got Harley, uh, the, the month I told my friend Edward that I'll take, uh-huh. I'll take Harley. I was uh-huh. already contemplating going to the animal shelter to get in a black cat that I saw um, up for that was up, that was up for adoption. But it was, oh my god! So yeah, it was literally already in your brain. Yeah. So it was an older cat, so which means it would have been closer to the end of their life, um, their life okay. cycle. And I'm kind of glad. I'm I'm not, and I'm not prepared to, for Harley to go. And I would, and I know I would not be ready if I would have gotten that cat for the for them uh-huh. in the past. I would be like, damn, I have not had enough years with that cat. Damn. And I would have named the Selena, not from the singer, from the Batman comic book. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was I was already ten at the time of her passing, and yes, I cried. It was like, why are you damn. crying for someone you don't know? But I knew her it's music. Like- it's like you don't get it, man. You just don't get it. <laughs> See, once again, the benefits of living in a Latin, <laughs> a predominant Latin neighborhood. You get Selena. Yeah. The bitty bitty bum bum. Bitty bitty bum bum. And I'm telling you, I, I, can't, I can't. Like the witches, I can't watch that. I can't watch that movie with J Lo. I can't. Yeah, I mean, I I get why. I don't. I don't generally, honestly, like it that much either. I do love her music, but that movie, I'm just like, eh, it's not for me. I'm like, I get sad. I get sad. I do. And, and that, that, the speech Edward James almost gives in that movie, like, don't forget where you came from. Like, when he means by that, your heritage, your history, not the fucking hood. Yeah. These stupid motherfuckers out here, like, don't forget where you came from. Look, in the words of ODB, when somebody asked him, are you gonna put money in the hood? Put money back to the community. He was like, live on TV. No. 
<laughs> I'm pulling an old dirty bastard. I'm not going to forget where I came from. I'm yeah. not putting money into it. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, if we make money off of the GCR podcast, right. if we make, we're not, I'm not going to say we're going to, maybe one day we hit mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's level numbers. But if we, you know, Joe Budden, the rapper Joe Budden, who's now a podcaster, yeah. he was, yeah. I think he was being offered two hundred fifty to $500,000 just for his podcast. And he felt that was not enough. Seriously? If we was offered that... It'd be like, all right, man, let's do a different podcast. Uh. <laughs> no, I'll be like this. Yeah, where do we sign? Yeah. I never had 250 to 500, a half a million, or a quarter of a million in my life. It's like, bro, I could buy a house. <laughs> like, this motherfucker already got a house. This motherfucker got money. We don't. Yeah. Like, money to us, and it'd be like, yes, money doesn't bring you happiness. But it gives you financial gain. Like, but it does give you, um, for the most part, like, well, well, ah, damn, I had the term in my head. Um, right, shelter. There you go. <laughs> like, we'll be able to, like you said, buy a home, able to pay our bills on time, have a car note, have proper car and health insurance. Like, we, everybody's thinking monetary, like, oh, we're going to, like, spend money, make money type of shit. Like, no. Yeah. You need basic necessities taken mm-hmm. care of before you start thinking of the extravagant shit. Yep. Like, that's what people tend to think else what all, what, in, in our case, poor people want. We, I don't, yes, I want maybe, like, I want a, a VW bus, but I, 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 this is my dream. All right. We, everybody knows Lincoln Continental, 1967 Lincoln Continental was my one dream car. Uh-huh. The 2012 Mitsubishi Evo is the second one. But the main one, a BW bus, but I'm going to redo the engine, the axles, the, um, the brakes, and the tires to be road ready for, t- um, for today. So nice. Gavin Newsom is trying to enact a plan to make it gas-free. So I'm gonna see if we can put some like and make it electric. Well, they well they they're talking about specifically um, stopping the sale of of um, of non-zero emission cars by 2035. Okay, that's 20. That, that doesn't mean yeah, that doesn't mean you can't drive a gas-powered car. It just means manufacturers in California and manufacturers from everywhere are not allowed to sell emission-based cars or non-electric cars, pretty much. Mm-hmm. At, um, in California, but I want to I want to make the the VW bus fifty fifty. Well, have you seen the new one? That's the one that I want to save up I for see, that electric I've seen one. The new one, but I want I want the I like the classic. No, the classic's great, but honestly, for me, like I feel like it's a very, I don't know, like techie thing for me, where it's just like it mixes my my hippiness no. and it mixes my techiness. But the thing is, though, you know what I'm gonna make my car look like? What? The turtle wagon. Nice. I'm going to have some couch seating in the back with seat bounce. Um, got to so, be safe. Got to be safe. Um, able to interchange it so I can actually put stuff in the back. Like, I'm an artist. I'm going to need to carry paints. I'm going to need to carry um, canvases. I'm going to need to carry boards or groceries. Yeah. Um, for the, like, it would not only be my daily, but it will also be stuff that I'll use if I'm transporting stuff. And But it's going to be roomy and big enough for at least seven to eight people to be in the car. In the mm-hmm. van. I mean, in the VW bus. Yeah. 
Will I make it orange and green? You goddamn. Well, it was, it's more of a golden yellow with a green hard top. So, I, Is I, it? Oh, yeah. So I may do it in that variation. Or because, I mean, come on. I love black, all black everything. And that's my mm -hmm. turn. I, I may do the N7 colors from Mass Effect. Okay. All black with the red and gray with the red and white stripe on top with the N7 logo on the back of the VW bus. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know, in California, if you have a Honda Civic Type R with the red Honda logo, that will be taken off. If you have a Honda Civic, your car will get stolen and stripped for parts. Or if, oh, yeah. if you have a VW bus with the old school logo, they won't come after the car. They'll be coming after the emblem. Yep. So, to fight to combat that, if I had a Honda Civic Type R or the BVW bus, I'm getting a custom-made logo. <laughs> so, in my case, the N7 logo for the VW bus or the letter D in the version of the Honda Type R Honda car, um, logo. That would be interesting. Because I'm like, pe like, people keep forgetting, like, San Francisco. If you have anything in your car, hell, that's, this speaks for everywhere. You have anything mm -hmm. in your car, a person will break open your car and steal your shit. <laughs> That's the oh, thing. If it's, it's invisible, it will happen. Yeah, pretty much. It's like if you're not actively hiding it. Now, if you have, like I said, a Civic or a Honda Civic Type R, which looks like a hatchback, but it is it's a street racer, though, you either get your car stolen, stripped for parts, or the emblems will be stolen. Yeah. And if you have a VW bus or a VW bug, more than likely, your logo's being stolen. Yeah. People like original parts, and not enough of them are on the road. Mm -hmm. And original parts are expensive. Oh, yeah. And that was Car Talk with here in the John Contraband Robot podcast within the podcast within the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stay you. tuned for the next season. That ain't going to happen. But thank you for listening to this episode of the Giant Contraband Robot. Um, this, um, I'll just say this, give a tease. This could be the more interesting one because OBS fucked us over. Oh yeah. We would have been done a long time ago, but we went and added. Uh, we wanted to pad this episode a little bit, mom. This hat, the second half, a little bit more. A little bit, a little bit extra. We wanted to make sure that we give you guys what you what you come to expect from the quality content we provide you. We yeah. So once again, you can catch us on our Spotify, on our podcast feed on Spotify. Um, all four episodes of season three of Artist Talk is already up on SoundCloud and Spotify. Um, we will, this episode will be live Monday. You can catch our past episode called These Nuts, Marvel Cuts, and we're still stuck at home. Yeah. <laughs> that is my favorite title ever. And <laughs> listen to that's one of, That's a really good one, honestly. Keep, and that was like an episode where I know we could have just taken a break for a week. Yeah, that was that was the signifier like we need to take a break. We've been consistent. The only time we have not been consistent was throughout the month of March, February, part of February and March because of re, um, if you was on those episodes, my grandmother's passing, that took a right. lot out of me. Right, it, it was understandable why we took a break on that one. And then one episode we took a break because I choked on a chicken ball. Oh, right. I remember that. Not my finest <laughs> moment. Not my finest moment. I mean, he survived. He's here. He's recording for you. But take eat throughout the day. Don't skip meals. 
And when you get to dinner, you know you're hungry as fuck, and you start scarfing down the food, and you totally forgot about the fucking chicken bone. But here's the yeah, thing, don't, they, don't ever for, don't ever scarf. No, they cooked that chicken, that fried chicken, so good. The damn chicken bone was just as tender as the bone, so it did, like it dissolved as soon as I like I was eating that chicken wing. Nice. I was like, what the? F-? There is a YouTube video. Sorry for the tangent, the exit tangent, but there's a YouTube video. I'm gonna have to find it for you, Christian. Did okay. You cooked a porterhouse steak. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he crushed it. What? The meat was so tender and juicy when it was cooked. He was able to use a fork or his hand to mush it. Oh. Like you can literally. That's a goddamn dream. You can chop it up to make tacos with it. (sighs) I wait. I wouldn't dare. That was so juicy and tender. I was like. How? I'm just picturing it right now. I'm just picturing it and like imagining. I looked at, I look how the way how it was wrapped though. He had it wrapped in butcher paper and foil. Oh, okay, yeah. So, best believe there will be a podcast episode with me telling you it fucking worked. (laughs) I'm legit gonna spend money on a steak. But once again, um, TMNT coming soon, some point in October. Nerds Against the World will be back in 2021. Artist Talk will be back sometime in November, December of this year. And it's going to go, this is going to be a big season. We're going to get to close to six episodes of season four of Artist Talk. So look out for that. Um, more episodes with us. Um, a secret Twitch channel by one of us. Who could it be? I don't know. <laughs> and we're finally going to have an Instagram page. Coming at you. That will be up sometime before the next episode. And with that, so go, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. So there's a lot to look forward to. Yep, we are on the road, and the only time we'll start sputtering is when I finally enter in grad school. Yep, but then it'll be understandable either way, and hopefully, we'll see how we can handle that. I'll say night out will be gone by that point. Probably but night out would definitely. You be don't want to see probably. Nine hour would definitely be gone by that point. I'll, I'll give I'll give that, but GCR will still be chuck. Ooh, shit, chuck, we're chugging along. <laughs> and since I'm going to art school, there's gonna be a lot more artists who probably wants to do this. Nice. So with that, press on with pride, press on with purpose. Be healthy and kind to one another. And I am not gonna make fun of a certain individual who got COVID because that would make me just as evil and nasty as that orange suspected bastard. And with that, peace.